I'm probably going to stay stuck to the spot. I can't wander up and down like you know, Keith and Rob and other people seem to be able to do. I also apologise in advance because I might take a bit longer than the 15 minutes Kerry and Keith kept to. Your name probably has to start with K in order to do that. My gift of interruption at Christmas this morning is peace. And I came across this tongue-in-cheek description while I was preparing. Three wise women would have asked directions, arrived on time, helped deliver the baby, brought practical gifts, cleaned the stable, made a casserole, and there would be peace on earth. <laughs> crazy in New Zealand at this time of the year. Am I right? Yeah. We've got the end of year at school, work, Christmas and summer holidays. I mean we're thrilled that after the year we've had we can still actually celebrate all of these events aren't we? But there also does seem to come that subtle pressure to make lots of decisions about a lot of things. It can all be a bit much. Add to that the job losses and uncertainties which this year has brought with their financial struggles. And just to top it all off, the listener recently ran an article about the worldwide threats facing the human race, just in case we weren't feeling anxious enough. <laughs> When shepherds were interrupted 2,000 years ago, the word peace was one of the amazing promises that the angels sang about. Can peace possibly interrupt us in 2020, the year of COVID? The Oxford Dictionary definition of peace is the absence of war, a state of harmony between people, and roots, law and order, the absence of mental anxiety, and the state of serenity. We're familiar with all of these images. But on that Judean hillside, Shalom best describes what broke in on humankind and interrupted history forever. Timothy Keller says the word shalom is one of the key words and images for salvation in the Bible. 
in the Old Testament that refers most commonly to a person being uninjured, safe, whole, and sound. In the New Testament, it is the reconciliation of all things to God through the work of Christ. Shalom experienced is multidimensional, physical, psychological, social, and spiritual, flowing from all of one's relationships being put right. Firstly, peace with God. Jesus has paid our debt and we are reconciled to God. Colossians says, For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, Christ, and through him, to reconcile to himself all things by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. We're forgiven, reborn, and daily renewed by his spirit. Peace with others. When we're reconciled to God, he gives us the resources to maintain unity with others through forgiveness and patience. And in Colossians we read again, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace. And be thankful. Our relationships with others can be restored and healed. And finally, peace with ourselves. Reconciliation with God gives us an inner security which leads to profound psychological and emotional peace. Isaiah says, the fruit of righteousness will be peace. The effect of righteousness will be quietness and confidence forever. 21st century people are crying out for peace of mind. Anxiety has risen like a tsunami over our young people. The angel's message of shalom is as needed now as it's ever been. So, how can we help to remind ourselves of this wonderful reality in the midst of a situation that we find ourselves in? What are some practical ways we can allow peace to interrupt us? Well, as a teacher of junior school literacy, I'm going to employ that great standby beloved of all teachers at this time of the school year, the acrostic. <laughs> They're marvellous. If you haven't tried one, teachers, try one. They're great. You can adapt them to anything. Pause and pray. Find space. Build in, carve out, create spaces where you can draw breath no matter how brief. It may be a place in your home or at work. It may be a time in your day's schedule. When I had all four children at home, I used to disappear into the potting shed, which was really a grand title 
for a very rundown little building. <laughs> it didn't take long before I'd hear, Mum, but it was a better bet than the bathroom. Somebody always needed to use the bathroom. Now that the potting shed's gone, I find a few moments in the garden watching the bumble and honeybees at work among our flowers brings me a sense of calm, helps to shift my thinking. In other words, give yourself permission to pause and connect with the God who promises his peace. And know that when we pray, God hears and responds and the load is lifted. I remember when our third child, Alistair, was two years old, he found a way to crawl under our thick macrocarpa hedge and wander off up the street. And if you know where we live, you know that that wasn't a good idea for a two-year-old. When a neighbour saw him heading towards the motorway and brought him back, we knew we had to stop panicking and start enlisting some heavy-duty prayer. We got our home group to pray about it the next night we met, and Alistair never went through the hedge again. The load was lifted, and peace flooded in. Exhale. Take a deep breath. Be aware of your physical state. Is your posture tense? Are your shoulders tight? Is your jaw clenched? <laughs> Some simple deep breathing can work wonders for reducing stress which has worked its way into our bodies. Here's an easy exercise. Breathe in as you lift your shoulders. Hold them, then let them drop as you exhale. All together now, breathe in. <laughs> Hold. Drop. And let it out. Breathe in the Holy Spirit's peace, breathe out stress and anxiety. Walk, jog, swim or bike, it all helps to shift tension from our bodies. Accept. Accept who you are, accept who he is. We set up standards for ourselves which may be based on what we think other people expect of us, not what God asks of us. And the stress of living up to these expectations can rob us of peace. Don't you love this? Do <laughs> <laughs> That top picture was a good idea. <laughs> These expectations can be put on us through the media, through our parents, our peer group. God isn't asking for perfectionism. He's asking for you, warts and all. Prioritise what is truly important to you. Don't allow others to squeeze you into their mould. And accept who Jesus is. Wonderful counsellor, mighty God, everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, who says to you in Isaiah, you will keep in perfect peace 
those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. God knew the blessing of a steadfast mind long before mindfulness became a thing. As Philippians says, we are found in him. What a wonderful picture that is. Nothing lost. All the parts which go to make us up, all found complete in him. Change. Change the default setting. Do you have patterns of thinking or reacting which rob you of peace? Second guessing others' motives. Finding fault. Jumping to worst case scenarios. Catastrophizing is one of the big triggers of anxiety. What if? What if? What if? Sticking too rigidly to routines and being negative when changes are suggested. Changing the default setting requires the work of the Holy Spirit, so ask him to show you if there's areas of your life which need interrupting. I remember a time when I was feeling really whingy and cranky about one of the family, and I was having to go and pick them up. As I got into the car, bringing my litany of moans with me, I suddenly felt the Lord was saying, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So rather reluctantly, I began to thank God for who he is, and for this person who rubbed me up the wrong way. My default setting had so changed by the end of my journey that I was just about to throw my arms around them and burst into tears of gratitude, which would probably have been rather alarming for them. Maybe the very traditions of Christmas rob you of peace. We'll do things differently. Be countercultural. Let others share the load. Try giving experiences rather than consumer goods gifts. Let your traditions speak to others about the real meaning of Christmas, pointing to them to the hope and the joy that Jesus brings. Sorry, did I mischange? Anyway, there you go, you got it now. E, enter God's presence. Enter into the Lord's presence. Be intentional about this. Give him your fears, your anxieties, your failings, your hopes. Talk to him often. Practice being thankful for three things each day and let praise punctuate your prayers. Paul says in Philippians, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard or garrison your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. These were God's words to people living in difficult times too. He knows our need.
for peace. You may not feel that you have the capacity to be at peace right now. Maybe the stresses of these times are threatening to overwhelm you. If anyone would have felt like this, it would have been Horatio Spafford, the man whose song we sang earlier. Horatio was a successful lawyer in Chicago. He'd lost property in the 1871 fire. Two years later, the family planned a trip to Europe to catch up with their friend Dwight Moody, the evangelist. Spafford's wife and four daughters set off across the Atlantic before him, but their ship was struck by an ironclad vessel and sank. The four girls died and only Anna survived. Horatio sailed to England to meet Anna. And as the captain pointed out to him where his family had died, Horatio wrote down the lyrics of It is well with my soul. At that point, Horatio knew and experienced shalom. This morning, I say to you, the shalom of Jesus is with you. The shalom of Jesus is for you. You are in his hands. He has promised his peace. And this verse was read out earlier. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Is there conflict? Let the peace of God interrupt. Is there stress? Let the peace of God garrison your heart and your mind. Is there anxiety? Let the shalom of God keep your mind steadfast. Could we have the video? May peace be yours this Christmas. It is an honor. Dear God, thank you for your wonderful gift of Jesus, who brings us shalom, peace and abundance for all of life's situations. May we know peace with you, with others, and with ourselves this Christmas, and on into the year which lies ahead. In the mighty name of Jesus our Saviour, who has brought us this peace. Amen.